0: Hi, I'm Kathy Fournier. I'm here at McWayne Science Center today. And today I want to show you a practical activity that you can do in your classroom to get your students thinking about cleaning up an oil spill. This activity uses readily available inexpensive items and supplies that you can find hopefully in your classroom, your kitchen, or at your local grocery store. And these supplies include vegetable oil, a plastic bowl or a cup, something that you can use as a reservoir to get rid of your wastewater, cocoa powder, a pipette, If you don't have these pipettes in your classroom, we're going to talk to you about where you can get these, but you can use eyedroppers or medicine droppers as well. Pipe cleaners, plastic spoons, household sponge, cotton balls. I purchased these feathers at a craft store. If you can find feathers in your backyard, those would work as well. Drinking straws, popsicle sticks or craft sticks, string or yarn, either one will work fine. Dawn dish detergent. I do suggest that you buy Dawn specifically, and we'll talk about why later. A plastic container that's at least the size of a shoebox, or maybe a little bit bigger, and we're going to fill that halfway with water for this activity. And then the other thing that we have pre-made is what we call ocean in the bottle. You may be familiar with this. All it is is a plastic bottle. It can be an empty soda bottle. Uh, We're going to fill it halfway with water, add a few drops of blue food coloring to that, and fill the rest of it up with vegetable oil. This will be a great demonstration to get the kids thinking about oil and water and density to start off this activity. Okay. So we're about ready to start the activity. One thing you might want to think about is breaking your classes up into smaller groups, maybe four to five students per group. So just make sure you have enough of the supplies for each group when you do that. Uh, And so we are ready to go ahead and make our oil spill. We have used our uh, vegetable oil and added our cocoa powder to that. We don't really have a formula for that. We just mix it in until we think it looks right. You could go ahead and from this pour directly into your um, container of water. But just so you see how little that you really need, I'm going to Pour it into this beaker and, and then pour it in here just so you see that a little goes a long way. Alright, so here we go. We're going to pour our oil into our ocean here. And at this point, the kids are going to want to immediately grab all of their equipment and supplies and start trying to clean that up. We want to try to slow them down a little bit and really have them work within their groups that they're in to observe what's happening and also come up with a plan of how they're going to clean this up. They see the supplies they have in front of them, try to get them to think about it and talk together about what might work the best. What are some of the plans that they're going to use to clean up this oil spill? Okay, so now your students are actively engaged in cleaning up their oil spill, and that's great. They're gonna come up with lots of ideas so I I couldn't possibly show you all the different things they may come up with. I find when I do this activity here at McWayne Science Center I'm always amazed at some of the new things they come up with. But there are a few things that they probably will come up with that you can tie directly to methods that are being used today to clean up the oil in the Gulf of Mexico. One of the things that they might discover that they can do is put a piece of the string and put straws around that, and if they do that and put this down in the oil, they may find out that they can contain the oil in that, and once they get it contained, maybe they have discovered that it's easier to come along and skim some of that out. Well, guess what? Those are two methods that are used right now in oil spill cleanup. The straws with the string around it acts like a boom and that does isolate and contain part of the oil spill and that is a method that is currently used out in the Gulf. Also the spoon that I'm using or it might be that they've learned and figured out that they can use the pipette to suck some of this out. That is also great. This would be comparable to what they call skimming out in the ocean and they use boats and they use other equipment where they do suction off the oil, off the water and that's great if they've discovered that that can be directly tied to current methods that are being used to clean up oil spills. another um... thing they might have discovered is there are some things that are absorbent and the oil will actually absorb onto some of these things, the materials we've provided. So if they get the cotton balls, they realize they can, now they'll find out they sink. That's important to note too. And they can bring it out and squeeze it out into the waste container. And they get some of the oil. Okay, so you can try, they can try that. Remember we have the sponge. There are actually absorbent technologies out there that aren't much different than using a sponge to clean up some of the oil and you can see I'm getting, I'm getting quite a bit of the oil out of my oil spill right now and that was what we've asked your students to do so that's great they should, be, they, may, they should be having some success by now at getting that taken care of especially using a combination of all these different techniques is great but I really wanted to highlight the, the idea of using the boom using skimmers, and using absorbent materials, because those are three techniques that are used widely in cleaning up oil spills. Okay, so I'm sure some of your students realized that they had feathers to try uh, to use to clean up the oil spill. They may have wondered why we gave them feathers at first, but what you'll realize, and I'm sure many of your students did, is that these are wonderful at absorbing oil. Look at that. Look at how great that is. Now, as wonderful as they are as, at absorbing oil, that's also a huge problem because unfortunately, those feathers are usually attached to the living bird. Once their feather is covered in this oil, they can no longer fly. And I'm sure many of us have seen those horribly sad images of the pelicans coated in oil so just make sure that when they realize that the feathers are great absorbent you know that's when it's the perfect time again that teachable moment to make them understand that uh, it's really a disaster for the actual animal now remember when I asked you to get that Dawn dish detergent and I told you I'd tell you why later well one of the reasons I wanted you to get Dawn is because Dawn is one of the leading detergents that is used in cleaning up feathers and fur on animals that have been caught in the oil spill so one of the great things that might be uh, a good activity to try in your classroom is have this feather and get some of that dawn dish soap and see if they can clean this oil off this off the feather and see how effective it is might even be worthwhile you know trying some other detergents as well but dawn has gained um, a very positive reputation in the environmental industry for being great at cleaning up feathers and even fur for marine mammals thanks for watching we hope this has been a helpful resource for you and your students we'll be offering a new program the science of an oil spill for third through eighth graders during the 2010 2011 school year you can reserve this program for free when you schedule a field trip to McWayne Science Center